Welcome to the Longshot Podcast. Your number one source for football news, power rankings, predictions, and much more. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Longshot Podcast with your host, Dylan. Only me today. Because we got another NBA video out episode. Um, it has been a it has been a crazy postseason already. It's only been one game for each uh, each series. It's just, it's it's craziness. A lot of people performing very amazing. Some performing bad. Uh, very close games. A lot of upsets and you know blowouts. But that's what the NBA playoffs are about. So. Uh, we're going to go and jump into a few different segments. And our first one, we're just going to review every game one so far. So we started the playoffs um, on Saturday, April 16th. Uh, we had four games that day. The first one being the Utah Jazz versus the Dallas Mavericks. The Jazz ended, on taking that, ended up taking that one 99-93 with Donovan Mitchell posting 32 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists. Um, so a very, very solid game from the young star there. Uh, Luka Doncic was out for the game with a calf injury. He's very unlikely unlikely with a, with game two also. So um, expect him to be out. So this calf injury is really uh, hurting the Mavericks and hurting him. So the Jazz could, uh, could win this series very easily without him playing. But uh, someone had to step up for the Mavericks, and Jalen Brunson did, posting 24 points, 7 rebounds, and 5 assists. But uh, you know the Jazz is too powerful to uh, against the Mavericks without, without Luca. So they end up taking Game One. I think they play tonight, if I'm not mistaken. Um, let's see. Today is Monday, right? Yeah, they do at 8:30 p.m. Eastern Time. So a little bit before my video, this episode is going to get posted. Um, and then on our next game, we had the Timberwolves versus the Grizzlies. And a very surprising win here, a blowout actually. The Timberwolves ended up taking it 130 to 117. Of course, two young stars on both teams, Anthony Edwards and John Morant. They both had terrific games. Anthony Edwards, the 20-year-old in his first ever playoff game in the NBA, had 36 points, two rebounds, and six assists. Man, was he fun to watch that game. He was this. Shooting the ball, and every time you knew he was going in, he was really hot that game. Um, and I'm expecting it to happen again tonight. He's a very, very great young player. And on the other side, another great young player, John Morant, posting 32 points, four rebounds, and eight assists. Um, they both had great games, but the Timberwolves had more of a supporting cast with Carl Anthony Towns having 29 points. Uh, and on the bench, Malik Beasley getting 23 points. And it's just a great game from all of them. Um, on the Grizzlies, so only you know only two people on the Grizzlies have more than 20 points, which was John Moran, of course, and Dylan Brooks with 24. Um, so, you know, other Grizzlies need to uh, step up. Jaron Jackson has to, uh, he was 0 for 5 at 3, so he needs to make those threes. Um, Steven Adams has zero points. He was not contributing at all, so they need to have that. Uh, go up to and of course Desmond Bain had 17 points so not that bad from him but y'all just need to step up a little bit more 
the next game we had was the 76ers versus the Raptors. Um, and, you know, I I don't know. There was The Sixers ended up taking the win, 131 to 111. Um, you know, it was a it was okay game in the beginning, but the Sixers just ended up taking the win. And it looks like Scotty Barnes uh, is not going to be playing for them tonight, playing for the uh, Raptors. So I think he sprained his ankle. So that's a big loss. And also, I think Thaddeus Young and um, someone else is out for the Raptors too. So they have not a lot of people playing. But Tyrese Maxey, another young star, Getting 38 points, four rebounds, and two assists. He was going off that night. Um, on the other on the other side, Pascal Siakam had 24 points, three rebounds, and seven assists. Max, he really stole the show. It was his night. Also, in his first, actually, you know, they they made the playoffs last year, but um, yeah, he's he was just going off. Um, great field goal percentage, 14 and 21, five of eight from three, and he was a bucket last night. Of course, Harden. Uh, had 22. Tobias Harris even had 26 points, so that's good that he's stepping up too. And Embiid, surprisingly, uh, the fourth had the fourth best points on the starting lineup. I don't know if that made sense, um, but everyone else stepped up. So if they can do that again, the Sixers can easily win the series and probably go on a lot farther further. Um, our last game we had that night was the Denver Nuggets versus the Golden State Warriors. Um, Nicole Jokic posting a double-double, getting 25 points, 10 rebounds, and 6 assists. And the leading scorer for the Warriors was Jordan Poole with 30 points, 1 rebound, and 3 assists. Steph Curry was back in the first game. Uh, in a few weeks, he hasn't played with that ankle sprain I think he had. He actually came off the bench last night. He wasn't starting, so he was their sixth man. And he had a solid game, too off the bench. I think that's like probably the first time Steph Curry's came come off the bench for the Warriors. He had sixteen points, three, six and three. So not a bad game on his first game back. But Jordan Poole really stole the show. He stepped up at the point guard position when he when Curry wasn't there. Having five uh thirty points. He was five of seven five of seven from three point land and nine of thirteen from the field. And you know Clay Thompson nineteen points. Andrew Wiggins sixteen. So everyone contributing on the Nuggets though. Uh, yeah, just not not a lot of not a lot of help for Jokic. So let's see if they can fix that. Uh, tonight was when they play. Pretty late game at ten o'clock Eastern time. So let's see if they can fix that. Um, our next our next few games were on Sunday. So yesterday, um, I don't I, yeah the Hawks and the Heat were the first game. Uh, that game was uh not a great game. The Heat took it one hundred fifteen to ninety one. Um. Trey Young had one of his worst games in his career in the NBA. He was very, very off. Dan, I don't even know how to say his first name, but Daniel Gallinari. Yep, he had 17 points. He was their leading scorer. And Duncan Robinson had an amazing night. Amazing night. Unbelievable night. Shooting, what do you, what do you shoot? Off the, off the bench, 9 of 10 from the field and 8 of 9 from 3. That's right. Only missed one three-pointer and had how many points? Had 24 points off of the three tonight, last night. So great, great, great game from him. Like I said, Trey Young, eight points. Eight points. Two steals, four assists, six rebounds. Eight points. Shooting one of 12 from three. Sorry, not three. One of 12 from the field. 
He only had one. He only had one shot that went in, and all the other points came off of came off of free throws. He was 0-7 from three. So, if they even have a chance to beat the Heat, he needs to get 35 points a game because everyone else around him also did pretty bad. So, just a bad game from the Heat in general. Let's see if they can fix that. Um, very unlikely with the Heat defense, but uh, the Heat also having a great game. So, uh, our next game we had was the best game so far of any series. The Brooklyn Nets versus the Boston Celtics. And uh, I was on the edge of my seat watching this game. Uh, I'm a Celtics fan, I think, as all of you know. So it was it was a very hard game to watch. Um, but we did end up taking the win on that buzzer beater by Jason Tatum. The pass, assist from Marcus Smart, and the little spin on Kyrie. And right-hand layup, and it bounced in for the game winner at the buzzer. You know, I was I was very excited. Um, it's just like I don't know if we can beat them in a seven game series. Kyrie Irving had thirty nine points, five rebounds, and six assists. Thirty nine points. He had thirty nine points. It's just, it's it's we have to. I okay. I'll get to, I'll get into what I was gonna what I'm gonna say. But Jason Tatum, of course, thirty one points, four rebounds, eight assists. And the reason Kyrie had 39 points is because we shut down Kevin Durant. Well, we didn't shut him down since he ended up with 23 points at the end of the game somehow. But he was 9 of 24 from the field, only 1 of 5 from 3. Our defense was very great. What we did what we did is what we had a primary defender, whoever was guarding him, so either it was Jason Tatum or Grant Williams. And we led him to the middle of the court, and we had all our guys in the, in the area collapse in and steal the ball. Um, and we did that very well in the first quarter, and they and the Nets kind of made a a counter attack to that. Um, so you know he ended up with twenty three points at the end, but we still locked him up, locked him up than anyone else can. Um, so in the league, so as long as we do that, see both of them can, both of them can't have thirty points because if Kevin Durant had thirty points, we would they would have won. So we. We need to shut one of them down, and uh, I think uh, no matter what, one of them is going to have thirty points, right? It's just, it's just, it's just going to it's going to happen like that. Um, if I, w- I was I, I was so mad at Jalen Brown, he missed so many layups, so many layups, he missed so many layups. It was not even funny, and I know they were contested, but still, he that's what he's good at. I mean, he's good at threes and and stuff like that too, but he's he's known for his finishing. I mean, and he couldn't finish. He couldn't finish at all. He ended up with 23 points, so it wasn't that bad. Um, Marcus Smart had 20 points. Al Horford, 15 rebounds and 20 points. He really stepping up with Robert Williams out, which is very great to see. Very, very great to see. Um, and Jason Tatum, of course, 31. <sighs> it's going to be tough if we, do the same, if we do the same thing with guarding Durant uh, and we actually make layups, then I think that we could easily win the series. So, yeah. Just very, very close, but it was a great game. So, you know, um, our next game we had the Bucks versus the Bulls, and the Bucks actually got off to a really hard, hot start. But the Bulls came back and almost, almost won. Final score was ninety-three to eighty-six. Bucks taking it. Nikola Vucevic, whew, double double, twenty-four points, seventeen rebounds, three assists. And on the other hand, Giannis twenty also with double double, twenty-seven points, sixteen rebounds, and also three assists. Um. Yeah, it was a it was a great obviously a great game, close game. The the big three for them, uh, for the Bulls, Demar at eighteen, 
Vucevic had 24, and Levine had 18. Um, and the Bucks, you know, they just they have more of a better team. This is true. The defense is better. Uh, the shooting. I I mean, they're both not the best shooting teams. Um, but yeah, this is better better uh better basketball from the Bucks. Although they almost they almost blew it at the end. Um, but yeah. Anyways, on to our next game, our last game uh, of that night, the Pelicans versus the Suns, and the Suns ended up winning one hundred ten to ninety nine. But it was not that not that. Um, it, it was very close at the end. Uh, the Suns were going off into a hot start. Um, in the first quarter, they were winning twenty eight to sixteen. But in the third quarter, the Pelicans really came back and got thirty seven points. And that went on to the fourth quarter too, but the Suns are better be thanking Chris Paul right now because in the fourth quarter he had nineteen of his thirty points in the fourth quarter. He had thirty points, seven rebounds, ten assists. Um, and the top performer for the Pelicans was Joan. I think it's Jonas Valanciunas. Yeah, eighteen points, twenty five rebounds in one game. It's like Bull Chamberlain out there. Holy moly. Um, but Chris Paul, unbelievable game. I mean, at the end, at least. You know, everyone's saying that's classic. Chris, 19 points, you know, assisting on every on everything. Getting rebounds, playing D. That's exactly what he did. Having three steals, one block as well. So, great game. And then Devin Booker, of course, on his side with 25 points. Um, so, it's a great game from both of them and the Suns. Definitely look like the best team, but you know the Pelicans. You know CJ McCollum at twenty five, Brandon Ingram at eighteen, and Valanciunas at eighteen. So, you know, they. Uh, I I still think that the Suns are gonna sweep them though. So, <sighs> anyways, let's uh let's get in. That was all the games. Um, I was list the games tonight on Monday the eighteenth. We have the Raptors and the Sixers at seven thirty p.m. Eastern time, eight thirty p.m. Jazz and Mavericks and 10 p.m. Nuggets and Warriors. So, you know, some good games tonight. I, they're not going to be the best games since uh, the Raptors players are hurt and Luka Doncic is out. And, I mean, the Warriors and Nuggets could be a good game, but I think the Warriors are going to take that series pretty easily. Um, but that being said, whew, that was a lot. <laughs> Let's go into our next segment, which is, can the Minnesota Timberwolves upset, upset the Grizzlies? And, you know, I, I think they can. I really do. The Grizzlies, obviously, are very inexperienced. They have a very, very young team. Um, of course, John Morant. Um, um, who else? You know, Anthony Edwards, of course. Um, sorry, that's the Timberwolves. Sorry, <laughs> I'm talking about the Grizzlies. Um, Jaron Jackson, um, Desmond Bain, all very young players. All very young. Brandon Clark. So... You know, it's 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 it don't it's really gonna be hard for them to win. You know, they have no they have no veterans. Um I mean they do, but they don't have like experience experience like very experienced players in the playoffs at least. Um so John Moran has to be a leader and lead them down while Desmond Bain, you know, has to play very well at the three, which he usually does. And Jaron Jackson Jr. has to play good defense. Um also has to be a offensive weapon too. So, I think they, uh, I think that the Grizzlies have a chance. It's just, it's just, it's different in the playoffs. It's very different playoff basketball compared to regular, regular season basketball. So, 
you know, we'll see. But I, the Timberwolves are just an overpowered team, you know. The big three being D'Lo, Anthony Edwards, and Carl Anthony Towns. While they also have Patrick Beverly, who is a very annoying player to play play against. He gets in your head. He'll uh, trash talk you. He'll shove you. He's a very physical player. So, um, you know, he's not fun against. He's not fun to play against. But uh, yeah, the Timberwolves. I mean, when you look at it, they have a pretty a pretty good team. So we'll see if the Grizzlies have a have a way to answer back, but you know, I, I think the Timberwolves have this in seven, to be honest. I think that it's gonna be a good series, but I think the Timberwolves are gonna take it. Um I don't think they're gonna go past the second round, but I think the I think they're gonna take the it's gonna be an upset. One of the only upsets of this first round, I think. So um yeah. Let's go on to our uh our next segment, which is gonna be we're gonna be talking about the young players stepping up. Um like I, I mean, I when I reviewed all the games, I said like four young players that really had amazing games. You know, the first one being um, Tyrese Maxey, right? He had thirty-eight points. Um, he's twenty-one. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think twenty-one. Um, and he just had a phenomenal game: thirty-eight points, four rebounds, two assists. So, if he can play like that again, then the Sixers are going to go very, very far. And is uh, you know. Yeah, I think he's the next big thing in the NBA. You know, he's a young player, has good defense. He's definitely worked on his jump shot compared to last year and his three point and his three pointers. Um, I mean, the D three that he hit, he just pulled up from Steph Curry range and just swooshed that baby. So nothing but net. Um, he played thirty eight minutes. That's a lot of minutes for a young player. But I think they seem to be their third star from after Embiid and Harden. So, um. And another player, of course, being Anthony Edwards, which we just kind of talked about, but I'll say it again. 36 points, two rebounds, six assists. He uh, shot four of 11 from three, not that good, but in total 23 from the field. So, you know, average, but uh, he uh, he just, he's he's a phenomenal player to watch. He's very exciting. He has big dunks um, and just great shooting and great defense. So if he... Uh, if he plays like this, then they're gonna win um, these next coming games. Um, I think the Timberwolves are definitely look look at him as the franchise player. So we'll see, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. And another player, of course, being Jason Tatum, getting thirty one points in the game winner. Um, he's another young player in this league that's very very great. He uh. He had 31 points, 8 assists, and 4 rebounds. So he's, I mean, he's led the Celtics to where they are now. Uh, he's, He was not a finalist for the MVP, but I think he was in the top 5 at the end, or top 10. Definitely something like that. So, um, you know, he's led them to, he's led them to where they are now. Um, and, you know, he's he's definitely going to be one of the best, uh, you know, one of the best players in the league in the next seasons. Another player, Jordan Poole for the Warriors, having to step up with no Steph Curry. This is playoff debut, um, too. He uh, he had thirty points, one rebound, three assists. Uh, you know, shooting very well, and he's just a great scorer. You know, he's a very great scorer. Um, and he, I think he, I think he can. When Curry retires, he'll definitely be in the place of him, and I think he's gonna put up some good stats and stuff. So. Um, and I think that really, uh, that was it for the young players, but they're definitely taking the league by storm, and I, uh, 
I can't wait to uh can't wait to see in the next few years who's gonna step up and who's gonna you know degre- re, uh, decrease a little bit in their talent. But anyways, let's go on to our next and final segment. We're gonna be talking about all the awards. Um, so I think we're just gonna start off with the big one, MVP. So, um, there's three finalists now. I think that yeah they announced. So Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid, and Giannis. They're gonna finish. They finish top three. So, I mean, I'm gonna say who I think, and I, I'm gonna say I know who's gonna win. Um, I I think that well I I, I who I who I hope. I hope Joel Embiid wins. You know, he led them to where they are now, to the fourth seed, um, almost, to, I think, like, a half a game behind the Celtics for the second seed. I mean, he led them to, he led them to there with no one, with no, Ben Simmons out, with all, with all that going on, too. Uh, he led them to where they are. Um, no James Harden until, like, the last, like, you know, 20, 20 games, 25 games or something like that. So... He really deserves this. I mean, he's also putting up stats too, as well as leading them to where they to where they placed in the Eastern Conference. It's a tough conference. Um, I, I don't know, but uh, of course, Nikola Jokic is going to win. Um, he's basically averaging a triple double, so his stat his stats might be amazing, but he, he, they're the sixth seed. They're not. They're not. They're not the highest seed. I mean, like if you let him to the fourth seed, fine. Then yeah, like. I like then Nicole Oak should win it, and he I, I I he he is gonna win it, but he's not really that valuable if they don't get into the fourth seed. Even though he's putting up all that stats, he can't. He's not leading them to a high to a high seed. So, Embiid I think should win, but Jokic is gonna. I think Jokic is gonna take it. Um, the finalists for Defensive Player of the Year: Marcus Smart, Macau Bridges, and Rudy Gobert. I'm already gonna say who. I mean, I think we all know who who I, I hope wins. Obviously, it's Marcus Smart, and you know I'm not just saying that because I'm biased to the Celtics. He is an amazing defensive player. He guards perimeter very well. If he needs to switch onto a big man, he can guard very well. Guard him very well. Um, it, he's he's the best hustler in the NBA. He always dives to the balls, and that always helps the Celtics. He always try to he always tries to save um the ball from going out if it's off the Celtics or it's, if it's gonna be. Um, you know, I don't really, I don't really watch the Suns a lot this year, but I, I, I know Macau Bridges, he's great of like, if there's a screen, he gets right back into it and gets a steal. I know he's great at that. Um, he's also great at perimeter, perimeter defense too, but I just, I just think that Marcus Smart should win. And Rudy Gobert, I mean, of course, when is he not a finalist? I mean, I, I don't know how much, I think, I mean, he's top five in the NBA probably for like blocks per game, but I mean, I don't know. I think, I think one of the guards should win this should win it this year. So I hope that Marcus Smart does win. I think he will win. I think they're going to give it to Marcus Smart. He's one of the best. He's definitely one of the best defensive players in the league. Let's go on to Rookie of the Year. The finalists this year are Evan Mobley, Scotty Barnes, and Cade Cunningham. I don't really think there's a question who's going to win. Um, it's it's Evan Mobley. You know, he's been a great, great ad for the for the Cavaliers. Not the best shooter, but he has amazing defense and he's an amazing finisher. Um. Very great at blocking. Very good at interior defense. So I think that he's definitely going to take this one. Scotty Barnes and Kate Cunningham, they, he, they definitely they definitely have a great skill. But I definitely think that right now Evan Mobley is the best out of all the rookies. 
um, this season at least. Um, the next one, the sixth man of the year. This one is un unquestionable. This is just we know we all know who's gonna win. Tyler Hero, averaging twenty, I think it's twenty one points off the bench, off the bench, twenty one points off the bench. That's just he's he's helped the Heat to where they get to where they got. Um, and I mean, he he just he's a great shooter. He has great great perimeter defense. So. I, I, he's just definitely going to win. Um, Cam Johnson and Kevin Love, too. Kevin Love coming off the bench. He was very accurate from three this year. And I know Cam Johnson has been a great player off the bench, too. But Tower Hero gets this one this year. Coach of the year, Monty Williams from the Phoenix Suns, Eric Spolstra from the Heat, and Taylor Jenkins from the Grizzlies. And this is a tough one. This is a very tough one. Monty Williams didn't get it last year. I forgot who uh, who got it, but everyone was pretty mad at that that he didn't get it. And I mean, I, I, I who I hope wins. I hope it's Taylor Jenkins. I mean, he's built this team. He has built this team to where they come now. It's these are young players, inexperienced players, and he led them to the second seed in um in the in the playoffs in in the Western Conference. So I definitely think he should win. Well, I think it's gonna win. It's gonna be Monty Williams. You know, he's I, he's definitely a great coach. He, uh, I mean, he's led the Suns to the best record in the NBA, led him to the first seed. So he's definitely gonna win. But I do hope that Taylor Jenkins wins. Um, and our last award we're gonna talk about is most improved player. So first we have Darius Garland, Dejounte Murray, and John Morant. I think I it's it's, it's between Darius Garland and John Morant. I. I don't know. I don't know about Ja. I mean, obviously he's 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 amazing. He's electric to watch, but has there really been that much of a push in his numbers? Like I don't I don't know. Darius Garland, though, on the other hand, he is he has had a big push in his numbers. Um, you know, being an All Star for the first time, it's it's you know, okay. I'm, I'm looking at the stats for Dahmeran right now. They have jumped up a lot. The assists actually went down, but the points went up by six. Sorry, eight. He had 19 points per game last year and 27.4 now. Uh, I'm just going to check Darius Garland's. While John Morant has also averaged um, 5.7 rebounds this year, while he averaged four rebounds last year. But his assists went, his assist went down to 6.7 from last year, 7.4. Um, but Darius Garland is very electric to watch this year. Uh he has 17.4 points last year, 21 points this year, uh, two rebounds last year, three rebounds, three rebounds this year, and then six assists last year and eight assists this year. So I mean, I mean, biggest jump in numbers, it's 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 Jaw, but Darius Garland has really really helped this team, um, the Cavaliers. But they have any, they they're not in the playoffs. So you know, I'm gonna go with Jaw. Jaw deserves it. Um, he's he's this amazing player, good shooter. An amazing finisher, good defense, um, amazing playmaker as well. So, I think that's yeah, that's the last segment. That's all we're going to talk about today. As always, make sure to share with your friends and family. Uh, if you enjoy the NBA content, then we will definitely, I, I mean me, because Farrakh doesn't really know a lot about basketball, but uh, we'll definitely keep doing it. But, of course, football is our number one priority on this podcast. Of course, the NFL draft is in. Uh, from when I'm filming this, April 18th, it starts on the 28th, so 10 days 
and I'm very excited for that. I'm getting ready for it, and we'll definitely have a recap of the draft when it comes out. But anyways, guys, thanks for watching. Make sure to share with your friends and family. Have a great day, and we'll see you next time on the Long Shot Podcast.